Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roschke, and I am excited about the Word of God today. I'm always excited about God's Word because God's Word is good, God's Word is powerful, and it never returns void. It accomplishes that which it is sent out to do. Hope you all had a wonderful Easter. Oh my goodness, we were up at the Empty Cross at the prayer, uh, the Coming King Sculpture Prayer Garden. And uh, we had uh, worship groups and ministers and all day long. And I had the honor of ministering the word and also leading worship with my Across Generations band. We had a great time. Then on Sunday morning, uh, we had Easter sunrise service. And we had over 500 people at a sunrise service. And it was awesome. It was wonderful. And so I hope that you had a wonderful time celebrating the resurrection of the Lord. He is risen. He is risen indeed. But now what? Now what? That's what I'm going to talk about today. Now what do we do? He is risen. And I have with me in the house today, Dawn Kennedy. Good morning. She is my faithful administrator of my office and my friend and keeps me together and knows what's going on when I don't. So Backup radio guest. <laughs> Backup radio guest, that's right. She does great. She's instant in season and out of season. So, And she's a new Grammy. She has a yes. precious little baby. My favorite. Yeah, <laughs> she's so sweet. Her name is Maya. What a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And grandchildren are awesome. <laughs> Yes, they are. It's really fun to give yes. her back to Mama yes. too, and her pants are dirty uh-huh. or she's hungry. <laughs> yes, yes. I just get the kisses and the hugs and the snuggles. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but they are a blessing. Well, I hope you guys have your Bibles today, and I want to turn to Isaiah sixty-one. Uh, this is one of my favorite passages. I I have so many favorite passages, but it, this is makes it like in the top three. And uh, this is Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Now this is, Dawn, this is the same passage that Jesus quoted in Luke chapter 4. When he stood up and he read uh, in the temple and he, he quoted Isaiah 61. And he was saying that about himself. He was the fulfillment of this. He says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord Uh, to excuse me to preach good tidings to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all who mourn to console those who mourn in zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the lord that he may be glorified that was jesus's mission he didn't just come to this world for just to be here. He had a mission mm-hmm. and his mission was us. Mm-hmm. His mission was you and I because we were captives. And some of us still today, there are still people out there that are that may be literal captives, but spiritual captives, captive in their mind, captive in their emotions, captive in their in their relationships. They're not experiencing freedom. So Jesus's mission was to come to set us free. In every area. I mean, he didn't come. He didn't rise from the dead just so we can have a wonderful, absolutely glorious uh, eternity in heaven, which we will if we accepted the Lord. Yeah, (laughs) if we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, we will have that. But he did it so that we could experience freedom. 
But not only that, that was his mission. And we're going to look at that, what that mission, a little bit more in detail, what the mission was. But he then turned around and gave us the same mission. Mm -hmm. It was his mission for us. Now it's our mission for him on this world. Isn't it awesome? It's my favorite to tell somebody something God did for me. Right. And show them that they can have freedom. Does that mean I have it all together in every single area? No, because we're always pressing towards the mark. But... Mm -hmm. But there are things that God has definitely brought me through. And I am so glad I get to help somebody else mm-hmm. know that he loves them. If nothing else, to know how much he loves them. That's because right. I, it was hard for me to accept the love of the Lord. I don't even know why sometimes. But but I love letting people mm-hmm. know how much the Lord loves them and that they have value. Isn't it awesome that we get to, as a ministry, uh, go out and to different places, travel and, and preach and teach and lead worship. And then, you know, God is, uh, we're so humbled and blessed that God allows us to do that and humbled and blessed that God allows us to have the radio show and the TV mm-hmm. programs, which by the way, if you haven't watched any of the TV programs or, uh, you, you need to go to our website at luada.org. It's L-O-U-A-D-A.org. And you can see the different times that it airs. It airs on Dish and Direct and Spectrum and Xfinity, Comcast, all of the major networks. So you need to just go and check that out. And there's also uh, things that you can order that will help you in different areas about being set free. Because the the motto of our ministry is Luada Roshki Ministries. And the tagline is, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make me free. I'm all about freedom. And and ministering freedom to people. So I would invite you to go do that at Lueda.org. I believe it will help you. Uh, I see uh, someone on our Facebook saying, good morning, good morning, Ada, and good morning, Frank and Amanda and uh, Pee Wee. Hey, hey, it's good to see, see you on there and ha- hear from you, Jay, praying for you, brother. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. But you know, it's awesome because we get to do that because look what he did for us. Right. He did so much for us. And you know what? Those things that we do, like minister, going out and ministering and stuff, that's the fun stuff. That's kind of like the icing on the cake for us. But even when we're doing the mundane things like the paperwork and the, yeah. and the scrubbing the potties and vacuuming <laughs> yes. the floor at the office or doing anything like right. that, that all means souls. Yes. That all means somebody's going to have a chance to be set free. Right. So don't discount anything that you're doing for the Lord. Don't discount any little bitty yeah. Anything that you're doing, whether it's prayer or or cleaning mm-hmm. or anything, whatever you're doing for the Lord, it's important and it has value and it's allowing someone else to be able to reach other people right. with the good news. And don't despise the day of small beginnings. And, you know, if I thought, well, I just need to wait, you know, 20 more years until I have, you know, I am better at, at this or better at that or more money, you know, no, don't despise the day of small beginnings and, and use what you have. And, you know, and wait on his perfect time right on to his open perfect him, t- on right. everything because he and, says he will. <laughs> right. And on our, our TV programs, what is hilarious is people don't realize, I mean, it's airing nationally and internationally. We have a little camera that's the size of a deck of cards, mm-hmm. you know, a $300 camera mm-hmm. and Something little lights simple. from Lowe's with paper towels taped mm-hmm. over them. Because we haven't, we're not to that point that we can get the professional cameras and lighting yet. But hey, if somebody wants to donate for that, we'll use it for God's glory and it will mean souls. But in the but meantime, we, we're but doing it. But in the it. meantime, we're using what we got. <laughs> That's right. Because he came to set the captives free. He came to change people's lives. And then that was his mission for us. Now it's our mission for him. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, after the resurrection, I just want to bring in a couple of things and tie it in and, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But after the resurrection... In Matthew 28, 
this is, he, he comes back and he, you know, he appears to his disciples and, and all those things. So in Matthew 28, 6, uh, 18, it says, all authority, this is what he's telling the disciples, all authorities, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go. That's what he said. What did he, what's, what do we do now? We're talking about today. He is risen. Now what? Now what? Go. Go. Therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. So he said, go. He said, I gave you, I've given you all authority in heaven and earth. Then he tells us, this is still to us. He said, greater works than these shall you do because I go to my Father. Can you imagine greater works than Jesus? Well, you know what? I'm imagining it. I'm praying it and I'm believing it. Not because of my own authority, not because of my own ability or my own power or how great I am. No, it's him. It's his anointing. And because he said, go do it. Mm -hmm. If he said, go do it, it just stands to reason that you can do it. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is believe. If he said, I've given all authority in heaven and earth and to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded. And here's what he says. And lo, I am with you always. In other words, because I'm with you, you can do this. I mean, I don't feel like I can do all these things. I don't feel like I can do a radio show. I don't feel like I can do a TV program. But because he said, do it, he opened the doors. That's my gifting. I'm going to do it. And then I just have to trust. I'm not professional at it. Uh, but you know what? God, let me say this. God is not looking for any more professional preachers. You know what he's looking for? He's looking for Holy Spirit empowered believers. He's looking for people with the power of God that just believe like a little child. I'm just, you know, just be like a little child. I, I'm no great person, but in him, I can do all that he called me to do. So here's the power. He says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And there's a scripture that is, the address is eluding me right this second, but the scripture that says nothing can be added to it and nothing can Ecclesiastes be taken away. Ecclesiastes 3.14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nothing can be added to mm-hmm. your calling and nothing can be taken away from your calling because God ordained it. Mm-hmm. And so he has a plan and he's walking you through yeah. it. And that, that scripture right there, Dawn, is one of the scriptures I stood on when I was 12 years old when God healed me instantly mm-hmm. of hypoglycemia. I was sick, sick, sick all the time. And back then they didn't really teach you how to stand on the word. Well, the Holy Spirit, I'm just reading the Bible. And some of the symptoms tried to come back on me. Mm-hmm. But I had believed I was healed. They'd lay hands on me. The Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And I believe God healed me. And some of the symptoms tried to come back. I mean, we even went to the hospital. They made me do all the blood testings again to prove that I'd been healed so that I didn't have to leave school, leave class every day to go down to the off, the doctor's office to, to eat. I'd eat six times a day. So I had to prove to the doc, to the school and the principal that I was healed. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I'm 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So they took me to the doctor. The doctor's report said I was healed. I mean, not one speck of it. My blood sugar would drop to 24 and I'd pass out. Sick all the time. I was healed. Well, so then after that, the devil tried to bring some of the symptoms of being, you know, weak and feeling like I was going to pass out and dizzy and just, you know, really, really tired all the time and all that stuff. So 
that verse, Ecclesiastes 3.14, for I know that whatsoever God doeth, he doeth it forever. Mm -hmm. Nothing can can be put to it, and nothing can be taken away. And he does it that men should fear him. So every time I'd feel those symptoms, I'd say, no, in the name of Jesus, what God did, he did it forever. Nothing can be put to my healing, and nothing can be taken away. It's a confidence. It's confidence. That's right. And man, it didn't take but just a few times of that, the devil did not come back anymore with any more symptoms. But the Bible says, what was that scripture that I just read? In Matthew 28, uh, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. He means go and preach the gospel. Well, and then in, uh, let me flip over here to Mark 16. Okay, then we're going to go back. We're going to go back to Isaiah 61. But this is what he said in Mark 16, verse 15. And he said to them, now this is after the resurrection, before he's going to ascend to the Father, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, now here's the whole crux of the matter. If you're a believer and you're going, he says these signs will follow those who believe. For believers, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall by no means harm them. Listen, they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. They laid hands on me, and I recovered. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So this is all a part of what we are called to do. It's Jesus' mission for us. That was his mission for us. Uh, Matthew 28, uh, Mark 16, Isaiah 61. Now it's our mission for him. It's our mission to fulfill because he said, greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. So, and he said, lo, I'm with you always. We're not trying to do, listen, there is no way on earth I would stand here and try to do a radio program on my own. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I'm not gifted enough. I haven't been to Bible college. All these things, it doesn't make sense. But because I know, he said, do it. He said, go. And he's opened the door. And you start with the small things and then it built, you know, the next thing. You know, God. You know in whom you trust. You know whom you trust. You know whom he has believed. Listen, you've come too far. I've come too far for anybody to talk me out of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I've come too far for anybody to talk me out of what God did. What is there to go back to? Yeah. I mean, really, your your family line, you know, all the the violence, the marriage Mm -hmm. issues, the Mm -hmm. the alcoholism, alcoholism, sexual abuse, all those things. Why would you want to go back to that? I mean, no, you, thank God you. changed your life forever. Right. So you didn't have to live that way. Yeah. He, he taught you how to stand, how to mm-hmm. stop those generational curses, how to make mm-hmm. a stand in your life for your family line. And if we gave up on God now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, is that really what you'd want to go back to? There's nothing in a bar. There's no. nothing in... Um, Anything in my past that makes me want to go, oh, yes, let's go back to that. Right. Hurry. Yes. Hurry. I want that back so bad. It may seem fun and fleeting in the fleeting moment. Right. But it always came with baggage. And it took me years to understand how to get Mm -hmm. over baggage. And it doesn't have to take you years. That Mm -hmm. was a Mm -hmm. process I went through. But I'm just saying there is nothing back in your past that's really that appealing. Yes. Amen. You know, sin will make you stay longer than you want to say, stay, and pay more than you want to pay. I mean, to tell you, he will. And so there is an awesome, but the thing is, there is a solution 
And it's Jesus and it's his word. And because he did all that for me, because he, he did that for everybody that's listening that, that have a relationship with Christ, doesn't it make you just want to share it? Doesn't it make you want to get in there and share with somebody else, hey, Jesus Christ can set you free from alcoholism. Jesus Christ can set you free from pornography. Jesus Christ can set you free from incest, from pedophilia. Jesus Christ can heal your marriage. Jesus Christ can set you free from anger and heartache. Jesus Christ can heal your body. Jesus Christ can bless you financially. It just makes you want to to tell people because that was Jesus' heart. Isaiah 61 was Jesus' heart. He said, the Spirit of the Lord God has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings. You know what's good tidings to a poor man? That God can bless and prosper them. You know All what's good tidings? Yeah. Do you know what's good tidings to a sick person? You can be healed. By your stripes, I am healed. Yeah. A good good tidings to a person that's in prison, whether a, a actual prison or a, a physical prison or a spiritual prison, you can be set free. That's the good news. Well, we get to put on Christ too. We get to step into Him, and so the Word says, "In Him we move and have our being." And and so I'm I'm praying about that even right now in my life, uh, things that I need uh, God's touch on. I'm going, okay, Lord, how do I move and live in Your being right now? And I'm thankful that I have that ability to have that relationship with Him because He's risen. If He wasn't risen, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have. God, I would have had to do sacrifice, you know, mm-hmm. sacrifice animals and, right. and, 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 and have someone else intervene for me all the time and go to someone else mm-hmm. to, to pray tell to me them, what, to pray to them and, and see what the Lord says to them. Mm-hmm. But no, I get to have this relationship with God. And the more I seek him, the more I find him, the more I learn his voice and learn because he's always speaking to us. It's just a matter of training your spirit to hear him and training your right. ear to hear him. And so he he's so alive and so wonderful. So let's have our let's in, be in him and have our move, our being and move in him. Let's be his be in his skin. Right. You know, and, and see what he has for us, because it's way better than anything we ever planned. For oh, ourselves. that's the truth. It is so much better. And. How wonderful that we have been given this beautiful assignment from the Lord to minister healing, to to minister life, to touch lives, and to see people's lives transformed. People right now, there are so many people confused, brokenhearted. There's so many things going on in this world, the whole world, and in our nation. So much violence. There's so much confusion. There's so much uh, distrust and and strife and division. So many things, so much turmoil. There's many things rolling in the spirit realm. There's so much happening. And we should be the agents. We, the people on earth should be the agents of peace, the agents of change, the agents of those that can come and say, listen, God can change this. Uh, there's peace in Christ. Uh, and we as the body of Christ can can move in and change the atmosphere by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say it again. God is not looking for any more professional preachers. He doesn't need any more professional preachers. What he needs is spirit-empowered believers that have childlike faith, who know who God is, know how good he is, that he's a good father, and that they can begin to share and preach. Your life will preach. We're going to get into a few more scriptures in a little bit, but your life should preach. What he needs is people that aren't afraid to speak up 
to speak out, to move out, and to begin to share the life of God with somebody. It doesn't, listen, I don't have a degree past my name. I wished I'd have been smart enough to do that. I sh- you know, that'd have been great. That'd have been great if I had gone on. I could have, but I didn't. But you know what? I, everything that I've walked through, every battle I've faced, every temptation, every failure, every success, God has taken and turned for his good. And I wouldn't trade a moment because I have something for the anointing and the power of God to flow through, through those experiences. Because in every one of those trials, every one of those deep, dark, difficult places, God met me, the Holy Spirit came there, the word of God came, and I began to understand another facet of of God, of his nature, of his character that I would not have known if I hadn't gone through heartache in raising children and in marriage and finances and, and just so many different things. I would not have known the different things that I've walked through that God has brought me out of, brought me through. I wouldn't have known about, you know, because I was sexually abused for so many years. I wouldn't have been able to minister, but I had that anointing to do that. So don't despise what you've walked through and don't despise what you have, uh, the things that you wish you'd have done, just put it under the blood and let God uh, move in that area because he wants to use it for his glory, and he will. Also, I had a quick situation at work one time where a young man broke his arm, and the other people in the office called and said, Don, come in here because we need your peace. Mm -hmm. And so don't, just because there's chaotic situations around you doesn't mean you can't hold your peace. Doesn't mean you can't change the, like you said, change the atmosphere and, 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 and situations don't change quickly. Sometimes, sometimes you have to just hold your ground and hold your peace and know that God is good, but he, and know that he's working things together for your good, but, but let that, let your peace come forward. Let, Mm -hmm. let you, you change the atmosphere wherever you go. Right. You change the atmosphere and don't let the atmosphere change you. That's the thing. Right. Sometimes we as Christians, we walk in and, you know, the sky is falling, chicken little, the sky is falling and there's all car- turmoil and chaos and we just get right in there with them. And yeah, you're right. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. And I, I have to admit, I've done that too, but I am learning with the help of the Lord to say, no, we let's get the heavenly perspective. Let's see from a different va- uh, level. Let's see from God's view what he wants us to do and speak that out to live in that and move in that and express that in the situation. Because listen, I have seen God do the impossible over and over and over again. I mean, I am not even joking. I could give you instances if we had enough time of God doing absolutely the impossible again and again and again. And you know what? He still does it today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is risen. And the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ the dead shall quicken your mortal body. And so I I want to take just a moment before we go to our break. I'm going to speak resurrection life to you. I want to speak uh, deliverance and freedom to you in every area of your life and healing to you in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. It's no accident that there are those listening and watching by Facebook Live. And Father, I speak a blessing. I pray healing. I pray, pray deliverance. I pray peace into your into your life, into your situations, into your family. In Jesus' name, I thank you for that, Lord. Uh, I want to invite everyone to go to our website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A 
org. I'm so excited that you're with me today because God's word is good and he is good and we get to share it together and spend some time together. It's awesome. We are on KERV AM 1230, Kerrville's original station. And I am blessed, blessed, blessed to be here. And I hope you are being blessed as well. I want to give you just a couple of announcements. I will be ministering on May 20th at Family Worship Center in Kerrville. I, to, for the ladies conference, come to the water. Starts at 10 a.m. You can go to my website at lueda.org and you can put in there, uh, you can ask about that and uh, we'd be glad to give you more, uh, details or you can go, you can email me at befree, B-E-F-R-E-E at ktc.com. If you need prayer, if you want personal prayer, I want you to call our toll-free prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have trained and anointed prayer ministers that want to agree with you and to pray with you, and we believe in miracles at our ministry. We believe in miracles and have faith for that in your life. So I want you to go to that, at, call that, and there are people ready to pray for you, and it's our awesome bl- uh, blessing and privilege to do that as well. Uh, also, I want to take just a moment and uh, also share your, if you would like to bless our ministry and help with that, you can, you can text the word give to 830-477-0013, 1-830-477-0013. Again, you're listening to the Be Free program. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 